everyone, this is Katie Dutters with the Scarehouse Podcast, and today I'm joined by three very lovely ladies. Um, I'm going to go around in a circle here, because I have a circle of lovely ladies. Um, first on my left is Thea Biss. Hello. And then Boom Boom Bridget. Hi. And finally Moon. Hi. <laughs> they're all very excited about this podcast, a little bit nervous, but I know they're going to do perfectly fine. These ladies are... Um, not very, I would say, shy, <laughs> normally. <laughs> so if they come off as shy, it's, it's all a lie. Um, they're all part of both the Pittsburgh burlesque scene and uh, have interacted with Scarehouse in one way or the other. And uh, we're so happy to have them to be part of our family. And we wanted to kind of do that connection and kind of bring these ladies in and talk about really what's going on in the Pittsburgh burlesque scene. It's It's a huge thing. And it wasn't a few years ago, and now it's everywhere you know it's like everybody's going to shows and it's such a at least for me i'm gonna probably ramble about this but uh, it was for me it was kind of a hush hush thing a few years ago in pittsburgh and then in pittsburgh it blew up within the last couple years and it's like you know it's cool we're gonna go to a burlesque show no big deal do do you ladies kind of feel that the same thing definitely Yeah, yeah absolutely so, Bridget, you have—you are the, we're going to call you the fairy godmother. <laughs> Something like that. Of our podcast, uh, Princess Circle for right now. Um, how did you get your start? I knew that question was going to come up, and I spent the whole car ride figuring out how I was going to answer that, because it sounds like it's one of those, like, stupid, stupid stories. Um, you know, I grew up most of my life not being very confident and hating myself and hating my body. Uh, I remember... I think it was eighth grade, I was told I would never get married because I was so fat and ugly and I have chicken pox scars on my face. And like, you know, those things stay with you as a kid. Like you think, nobody thinks that that's going to like stick. Well, like things like that stick. So, Mm -hmm. you know, I spent most of my life not having a lot of self-esteem. And, you know, even when I started dating my husband when I was 16, you know, I wouldn't get undressed in front of them and you know everything had to be in the dark and you know what I mean because it's still like very like you know I wouldn't go to the beach I wouldn't go swing you know no bathing suits for me things like that and you know so I spent most of my life living in the dark should we say and then about 2002 I met We'll call him a friend, I guess, and he slowly convinced me that maybe my body wasn't so horrible. Um, I guess it was one of those people that's like, he's way out of your league, and I'm like, well, if this guy is like way out of the league, wants to see me naked, then okay, <laughs> what, what, what's going on here? But so as weird of a situation as it was, he kind of convinced me that like, Maybe I'm not as terribly gross and blobular as I thought that I was. And uh, so from then, I started doing some modeling, some pinup modeling, boudoir modeling, nude modeling. And I found that other people thought that I wasn't quite so job of the hut. And so it was just kind of like, okay, maybe this is like a thing. And uh, a couple years after that is when burlesque came to Pittsburgh. Prior to that, there was no burlesque in Pittsburgh at all. There was a fetish community. Mm-hmm. And I did dominatrix work and stuff for the fetish community, but I was never on stage, never took my clothes off. You know, I mean, that's, you know, going in a mini skirt, and of course it was like, ooh, that's, <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So, uh, you know, and it, it just kind of, that community evolved into burlesque in the city. And uh, I was at a show the one day and, you know, just in awe of the performers. Uh, at the time, it was the Bridge City Bombshells. And, you know, I just, uh, I, it looked like so much fun. And I said to one of the members, I said, that that looks like so much fun. I wish that I could do something like that. And she goes, why don't you? I said, nobody wants to see my fat naked ass on stage. She's like, you'd be surprised. You know, burlesque is for everybody. And, you know, that kind of really stuck with me. And that's a, I'm a big advocate of that. The burlesque is for everybody. And it turns out they were having auditions for their troupe a couple weeks after our conversation. And she encouraged me to audition. Mm-hmm. And I did. And I made it into their, I guess we'll call it their B troupe. It was their princess teasers. It was kind of like, you're not a full-fledged burlesque performer, but you're 
kind of involved in things. And then, you know, it kind of just, it went from there, you know, and I moved up the ranks from there. You know, I started on bottom level and worked my way up the totem pole. Very cool. And I'm going to pick on Moon next. Oh, goodness. Because we're going to go in order of seniority, I think. Okay. I, I think that's, yeah, because um, you were, I was first introduced to you, you were just queen of the hoop scene. It was crazy. Like, the things you were doing was amazing. And then you kind of turned that into something more, I, I think. You added on to that. Yeah, kind of cool what I was doing. So I started hooping in high school. Um the person I was dating at the time. We were really into, like, the rave scenes at the time. And, yeah, cute girls at the rave scene and the light-up hula hoops. Super cute. Wanted to do that. So started doing that. I learned, actually, everything from YouTube. So self-taught myself, and I've been performing now with hoops for about five years. Um, I started doing that up north in a little tiny town called Franklin. <laughs> um, it's, like, right here between Pittsburgh and Erie, like, right in the center. So I started doing that. I did a couple, like, parades and won some prize money from it. So I thought, hey, this is kind of something cool I could do to maybe get some income from. So, anyway, living in that small town, nothing really came of that because, you know, small town. Well, fast forward a couple years, I moved to Pittsburgh, and it just kind of happened super fast. I just met the right people, I guess, and just all of a sudden it, like, snowballed into, like, hey, you want to do this show? Hey, you want to do this show? Finally, I got the courage to do the pageant, Mm -hmm. and that's kind of how I got the femme fatale you know, title, I looped for that, and I actually fell on stage. Oh, really? (laughs) There's actually a really lovely picture on my Facebook, if you look. I'm, like, mid-fall. My ankle is, like, completely, like, 90 degrees. Yeah, like, crunch. Okay, yeah, it's, you gotta look it up. It's funny. Um, The photographer got me, like, right at the right time. But, yeah, that, and then from there, I had people, like, coming up to me, like, right after the pageant, asking about, you know, how much do you charge for this? Do you want to come do this? you know, this many months in advance. And I was like, yeah. So that's kind of where I got my start. It was basically just meeting people and telling them, hey, I do hula hoop stuff. You know, that's kind of cool. People are like, oh, yeah, what hula hoop stuff? Let me see. So that's basically how that started. (laughs) That's fantastic. That's so cool. Now Thea. Well, I've I've been performing a lot of my life. I did a lot of... um, Theater. In, uh, you have to do the hand motion. In the theater. 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 Acting. Um, in like grade school and high school and college. And um, I enjoy performing. I enjoy, um, I tried stand-up comedy. I wasn't very good at it. Um, I've been doing spoken word poetry for ha- like half my life. And um, that I, that's just something that I'm, you know, I don't know where I'm going to go with that. If I'm going to go back to that, the last time I performed spoken word, like nobody was with me, and I was just like, okay. Um, but what drew me to burlesque was, um, it's for me, it's a way to be sexy and funny, but not in like a Jenny McCarthy way, but kind of in a very kind of cute, I'm enjoying my body and I'm enjoying your reaction to my body and I'm enjoying entertaining you. And I, I don't know, I, I'm still figuring it out. I've only, I've, I, so I was drawn to that aspect of it and, um, I was interested in it and just so terrified to, to pursue it for so long. And I went to shows probably starting in, um, like 2009, 2010, I, I went to Bridge City Bombshell shows. I went to whatever shows I could find. And back then, um, the scene was a little, um, it wasn't as big as it is now. And it was a little, what I saw wasn't really the direction I wanted to go with it. It was a little, not that there's anything wrong with what was going on in the Everyone scene at that time. Yeah. yeah. Um, it was a little darker, and my where I want to go as a performer is a little lighter, even though my name's The Abyss, um, but that's a different story. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, but that, so um, how I got my start was um, I I basically reached a point in my life where where it, it was time. It was, you know, I didn't, I had some health issues that I overcame, and what I ended up doing was I emailed Miss Boom Boom here, the fairy <laughs> godmother of our, <laughs> um, and I just said, you know, 
I've seen you perform and you're great and I see that you're putting together these shows and I would like to be a part of it and how can I help out and and what can I do? And I thought she was going to write back and say, like, screw you, who are you? I don't know you. (laughs) Um, And she wrote back and said, yeah, sure, I have a show. You can kitten for me. Um, Kittening. Ooh, yeah, um, we're going to do these terms. Kitten um, at a burlesque show, K-I-T-T-E-N. Um, is basically a, a an assistant a or stage a, hand. A stage mm-hmm. hand, yeah. Um, and you can have a stage kitten who picks up the costumes that the performers discard or helps with props and things like that. You can have a door kitten mm-hmm. who helps take the cover at the door. You can have a raffle kitten if you're doing like a fifty fifty raffle. Um, and what a tip, a tip kit, kitten, a tip kitten who solicits tips for the performers. <laughs> um, so I helped out at a couple of shows and then. Um, Bijou Bordeaux, who also puts together shows, um, said, hey, I have a show if you want to make your debut. And so that was about, uh, that was in August of last year that I had my burlesque debut. And I've only done it one other time since. So my third time will be coming up in May. (laughs) So I'm the newbie here. Yeah, Thank you. that's fantastic. No, yeah. it, it's you guys all have such very interesting stories and very different stories of how you got into this. Mm-hmm. And I think whenever you're kind of developing yourself and figuring out who you are, the name is huge. And, and how do you <laughs> create? Because I feel like whenever you have a presence like this is I'm Katie, and then I become Dutters, or I become somebody <laughs> else, and I have I feel like I have a thousand names, but you kind of you become somebody else and you kind of stand a little different and you feel a little different. Like how do you come up with that persona and that name and the personality? Uh, you know what? It's all, it's, I'm not, I'm Bridget every day, but I'm not. Mm -hmm. It's like an extension of yourself. You know, all of our characters live inside of us. We're not anybody completely different. It's just kind of like a character of Mm -hmm. ourself. We take those little bits of us and emphasize it. You know, we may be shy on a daily basis, but we still have that confidence living in there somewhere. We may be slightly animated on a daily basis, but we make ourselves really animated for our character. Mm -hmm. It's just kind of taking those bits and pieces of our character and emphasizing them and exaggerating them on stage. They're always with us. It's not a different person. Mm -hmm. It's just picking which parts of it we want to choose to use. And, you know, different acts or different shows may call for different parts of our character. We might want to be funnier. We might want to be darker. We might want to be more serious. We might want to be more sexy, just depending on Mm -hmm. what character we want to be. And picking a name is very hard. I don't know <laughs> if you guys had a hard time with that. Uh, I wasn't always Boom Boom Bridget. I lived as Miss Kitty Cupcake for a year <laughs> and uh, right. decided that that wasn't quite the name I wanted to be. I kind of backed myself into a cute corner and decided I wasn't really that cute. <laughs> uh, I had I chose the name Boom Boom Bridget. I um I love telling the story, so I have to tell the story. <laughs> I knew a little girl, her name was Bridget. And uh she was part of a daycare that I worked at and Everybody hated this little girl. She was so bad. She would throw things. She would bite. She would trash classrooms. When she didn't get her way, she'd pee her pants. Like, she was bad. She was really, really bad. And so I stood back one day, and I just watched this girl. And I said, what what is this girl's deal? Like, what's going on with her? And she loved to draw. She loved to dance. She loved to dress up. She loved anything that was an artistic or creative outlet. So I started playing with her a little bit more and just, you know, hey, let's play dress up today or let's go in color. And she started blossoming and she wasn't quite so bad. She just wanted somebody to create with her, somebody to understand her on that creative level. And slowly she integrated into the classroom and wasn't the holy terror that we thought that she was. And, you know, I grew very close to her. And But she made me think and she made me realize that there's always beauty in something. There's always creativity in something. So I chose the name Bridget to remind myself to always just create, always just dance, always just see the beauty in things. You know, kind of like the what would Bridget do <laughs> type thing that just she didn't care what other people thought of her. She didn't care whether people got what she was doing mm-hmm. or if anyone wanted to play with her. She just did 
what she wanted to do. She wanted to be a princess that day and nobody else wanted to be a princess. Well, screw them. She's <laughs> going to be a princess. Yeah. And so it just, it made me really think about things in a creative point of view. Just do what I want to do. And if people like it, they'll follow. Mm-hmm. And then the boom, boom part could either be because I like alliteration, <laughs> I have a big butt, or I fall down a lot. <laughs> it's all three. <laughs> <laughs> And Moon, you've been Moon, I think you mentioned, for years now. I've been Moon since high school. Um, Moonbeam was a big old joke. I came to high school dressed um, how I normally didn't dress. I didn't have any clean clothes that day. And the girl next to me at my locker was like, you look like somebody from Step Up. You look like a dancer, like Moonbeam. And I was like... Oh, yeah? Okay. So, yeah, that's been my name ever since. It was a big old joke. <laughs> um, I got rid of the beam, I guess. It, mm-hmm. It's still on my Facebook and stuff because, I mean, you need a last name. Um, but, um, yeah, I haven't changed it. I, I thought about changing it, mm-hmm. but then I, I thought it was kind of cheeky for a burlesque dance yeah. or moon. So, yeah, because yeah. the story sounds like it should be way more. Yeah. No. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> And then I mooned them. No. Yes. No, just some girl said No, I was thinking once. she was going to pants you or something. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, oh my gosh. <laughs> no, that is the story of Moon. That is cool. how I came to be. Now, how'd you pick up with the abyss? <laughs> I mean, besides the abyss. The abyss. Um, so dramatic. I know. Um, well, basically, I was I was sort of meditating on a burlesque name, and I, I was, you know, just thinking about names. And T names have always, I've always been drawn to T names for some mm-hmm. reason. Like, when I was a little girl, I used to tell my mother, when I grow up, I'm going to change my name to Tabitha, because I loved Tabitha, <laughs> the daughter on um, Bewitched. And so I was looking at Trixie, but there are, like, a gajillion Trixies in yes, burlesque. Yeah. <laughs> and um, I was thinking of Tara. And then, I don't know, just Thea just came to mind. And um, I was just like, okay. And then it just, the pun just sort of, I was like, Thea Tur, Thea Avenger, Thea, you know, <laughs> Thea Answer. Like, what what would work? And I thought Thea Abyss. And then I was just like, that's, that's a little dark. That's a little. And then... Um, just real quick story. I had a, an experience once um, where I was perfectly safe, but I didn't, you know how your imagination goes wild in certain yeah. circumstances. I was in a dark place. Nobody knew where I was. I didn't know when I was going to get out. So essentially I was faced with the abyss. Mm-hmm. And I, what was fascinating about it is I was terrified. I was terrified to be out of my mind. And I started laughing. And I just, I couldn't stop laughing to the point where tears were streaming down my face. And I'm like, I'm going to die. And I'm in this dark place and nobody knows where I am. And so when I thought of the abyss, I thought, well, wait, when I was faced with the abyss, I laughed. Mm -hmm. So the abyss, yeah, it's kind of dark and dramatic. But for me, it's it can be funny. And Mm -hmm. maybe for other people who gaze at the abyss, Mm -hmm. it can be funny and fun and whatever. So that's... That's the story. That's <laughs> no, a great story. I enjoy the tagline that you use oh, yes. with your name. Oh, thank you. Feel free to gaze at the abyss. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> the abyss will gaze, gaze back. back. Yes. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. I think some of the fun things about burlesque are the fun names. Yes. Like, mm-hmm. What are some of your favorite names that you've heard when you've... Hmm. No avail. We were talking. Yeah, about. no avail. He's <laughs> the um, uh, host here in the city who's amazing. <laughs> um... I just, I love the double entendres, I love the alliteration, I love the puns, I love the, you know, it has to have that flow, like there's no real rules mm-hmm. of a burlesque name, but you kind of know it when you find it, and you know it when it doesn't work, and it just sounds like clunky, and you know, mm-hmm. it doesn't, and it, it has to fit your personality in some way, shape, or form, but uh, I'm trying to think of some that... There, or, you know, there's a dancer in New Orleans named El Dorado, <laughs> <laughs> and I've heard of one named Sarah Nade. There's a drag king. His name is Dusty Balls. <laughs> <laughs> That's one of my. I do okay. enjoy that name. That name's That's... a lot of fun. But yeah, I mean, it just and it's it's funny to look at them from all over the world mm-hmm. and figure out. You know, like she said, there's a ton of Trixies, mm-hmm. Eliza's, Bella's, you know, and so it's trying to find something that there's not 
that many of, you know, and because you never want to have the same name as somebody mm-hmm. else. If you're developing a character and a personality, you don't want to share that with somebody. Mm-hmm. And people get possessive over their names. Oh, and, yeah. Yes. You know, you have to be very, very careful with that. I know um, I had seen a couple years ago that there was a Brin- uh, a Bridget Boom Boom. <gasps> and I was like, ah, Excuse me. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but, you know, and it was just kind of like, and it wasn't necessarily that I was trying to be a uh, female dog about it, but I didn't <laughs> want her to be compared to me or me compared to her mm-hmm. or getting people mixed up, mm-hmm. you know, even though she was in a different state, you know, that, that can happen. Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. you know, and so I just thought it was best for both of our identities that, you know, she, I'm, I'm like, didn't your mama teach you to research your name yeah. before <laughs> you choose something? Thing. Oh, yeah. 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 You always have to research that name. That's the first thing. I tell, like, all of my students or, you know, people that are thinking about it, research, you know, that's because mm-hmm. you don't want to share that name. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Now, you all, I'm probably going to pick on Boom Boom again, like, the, <laughs> the evolution of burlesque in Pittsburgh. What you and Thea do, I seem kind of different from what Moon does. It's, yes. it's, it's very different, and there's so many different options. I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> That's no, a good way to put it. That, you're, you're right. There is a lot, of, a lot of different options. It's amazing how it has transformed in the city. Like she said, you know, uh, 10 years ago when burlesque was just starting to kind of come around in this city, you know, it was very different. There was five performers in the city, mm-hmm. and they were all of very dark uh, nature and sentiments. And so they put on a lot of very dark shows and dark looking things because that's kind of like who their personalities were. Mm-hmm. And then as the scene grew and the circle expanded, people with different ideas and different visual concepts put on different things. Uh, burlesque can be divided into pretty much two categories. Mm-hmm. You have classic burlesque and you have neo burlesque. Mm-hmm. Classic burlesque is um, when you think of like the very classic acts, uh, girls with boas and gowns stripping to jazz music and, you know, your bumps and your grinds. And that's classic burlesque is what you visualize when you think burlesque dancer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have your neo burlesque, which is pretty much everything else. <laughs> <laughs> um, a lot of the hooping, the sideshow, the lip syncs, um, even just, uh, like, uh, cartoon burlesque or nerd burlesque is all still neo burlesque. Mm-hmm. It has classic elements to it, mm-hmm. but it's put on in a different way that isn't your classic jazz song. And so, you know, there's always been neo burlesque in the city. It's mm-hmm. been a mixture of classic and neo. But like I said, as the the horizons expanded and so did the ideas and you know that's the other great thing is there's no right there's no wrong burlesque is essentially a mockery it's not you know we we have made the term stripping and burlesque pretty like interchangeable but it doesn't have to be a burlesque doesn't have to be a strip mm-hmm. to me a burlesque is anything that involves a change whether it be a change in costume attitude um, emotion, whatever it is, that it's it's a change that happens on stage, not necessarily a stripping out of your clothing. Mm-hmm. Hmm. That's, I've never heard it explained that way. It's so neat to hear. Um, I guess I'm, I'm probably the worst for this because I am so new to the community and learning about the community. And, and what I've learned is is from the interactions with a lot of people from Scarehouse, mm-hmm. which I've it's, it's amazing to me how many people I've met through Scarehouse that I've would never have met in my normal everyday life. And it's fantastic being able to meet so many different people. And with like, I'm going to pick on moon now. <laughs> She's like, I'm so excited. <laughs> it's me again. Um, yours is such a unique, you're a contortionist too, yes. which you don't see a lot of, I don't believe in, in the burlesque community. Not so much. I know a couple, um, dancers that definitely incorporate mm-hmm. contortion. Um, there's some girls that incorporate like actual gymnastics doing like round off back handsprings and stuff. Mm-hmm. I definitely can't do that anymore. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do the contortion. Um, I do a lot of fire that I oh, don't have yeah. a lot of venues I can't, you know, perform at because it's difficult getting, you know, 
people letting me do the fire. <laughs> okay, so anyway, I do the fire and then I do the hula hooping. Um, so yeah, that's obviously very different from classic burlesque. Um, a lot of times with my hula hoop acts, there's not a lot of stripping involved. Mm-hmm. Usually I come on stage and something kind of skimpy already. Mm-hmm. But um, anyway. That would be a challenge. Yeah. To that, like close off there are some people who can wow. do it. I, I don't have the indoor space right now to, <laughs> to practice that. So unfortunately, my neighbors don't want to see me in the alley stripping. <laughs> I mean, they, they might, but that's not happening. Um, <laughs> you have to pay cover to see that. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it's super cool how burlesque has branched off to mm-hmm. so many different things. It's not any longer just classic. It's not what you would think of, like she said, neo-burlesque. Sometimes you think of like the cartoon, the lip syncing. Oh, yeah. You can branch off even mm-hmm. more than that. Now you see like aerial acts that are burlesque. Mm-hmm. Um, see fire. You definitely mm-hmm. see a lot more sideshow, things like that. So it's cool how everything can kind of incorporate into one thing. We can all be like one big happy family together. Oh, nice. Yeah. I, I love the supportive communities that there are within these kind of... Oh, yeah. Absolutely. It's, and it seems like you guys are all involved with very supportive communities, which obviously just means so much. <laughs> it just helps you kind of grow. And uh, like mm-hmm. with Thea, with your experiences and, and your interactions, have, was it just like the push of like boom, boom to... I, I know she was kind of important to you in your yeah. <laughs> your blossoming as a burlesque performer. Um, yeah, I I found it. I, I found Boom Boom, and I actually said something to her the last show where I was a kitten for her. I said thank you for being so welcoming, and I started to tear up a little bit, kind of like I am now, um, just because I didn't. I know. <laughs> um, I I I haven't had um, very many positive experiences with women. Mm-hmm. Um, but in the burlesque community, um, all genders have been very welcoming, mm-hmm. and, and I really appreciate that. And it's not – I didn't really know what to expect once I kind of knocked on the door. And I'm so thrilled you because know, basically, like, what happened when I knocked on the door was they opened it wide and said, Come on in! There's plenty of room! <laughs> what do you want to do? <laughs> so, yeah, it's it's been such a such a, a wonderful experience, and I would highly recommend it to anybody who is interested in pursuing it. You know, if you, if you, it's, it's one of those rare things in life where if you go in and you have a great attitude and you show up on time and you work, Mm -hmm. it, it can be, it can be very rewarding. I think, um, we live in a a society right now where a lot of people are like, well, what's in it for me? What's in it for me? Mm -hmm. And there's a lot of take, take, take and no give. But, but I find that much like Scarehouse, actually, if I can tie Scarehouse in, because I feel Scarehouse is a place where if you work hard, you show up on time, you do your best, you you get that back. Mm-hmm. It comes back. It's reciprocal. And I, I feel the burlesque community in Pittsburgh, anyway, I haven't really explored the burlesque community in other cities yet, um, but it's it's been what I have given, I have gotten back tenfold. That's very cool. Yeah. And you said one big word there, work. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> There's people out there who probably think that this is easy. Oh, it's it's not. No, (laughs) it is definitely work. I mean, this is now my full time job. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's 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 work. I mean, I spend. People don't understand when you you know work from home or have your own business. They think, oh, you know, you spend most of the time lounging around. You make (laughs) your own hours. No, you never punch out of work. Mm -hmm. I mean. Uh, my house is now just all burlesque. There's <laughs> costumes over here and things over here and pasties over here and like it's overtaken my whole house. But there is never not a day that I'm not working on something. Show planning, flyer making, touring venues, working on costumes, working on commissions, like uh, getting advertisements done, whatever it is. I mean, there's never a day that I'm not working it's not just show up for a show do a thing for three minutes and you're done <laughs> yeah. I mean it's you know it's it if it, it but like she said it's what you put into it yeah. there are people that show up uh, for shows do a thing for three minutes and then that's it mm-hmm. you know but it's if you want to make it a thing you got to work to make mm-hmm. it a thing you you get what you give and if you give it you're all you get it you're all mm-hmm. you know and it's just it's it's what you put into it and you know you can be a hobbyist and just do it 
every now and then and that's mm-hmm. cool that's totally fine but if you want to make it you got to you got to work mm-hmm. to do it but it mm-hmm. it is it's a lot of a lot of work one of my favorite articles online is like the unsexy side of burlesque yeah. <laughs> did, you, did you guys ever see these i think i've ever uh, seen about it. how all the unsexy things of a burlesque performer are costumes smell (laughs) Uh, we are covered in bumps and bruises my feet are still brush burned and scraped from a month ago yeah my Um, knee is still just now healing i mean we get all kinds of crazy injuries and bruises and things um we we shit glitter i'm not even (laughs) if you ever see us with those fancy glitter lips Mm -hmm. they gotta come out somewhere (laughs) i mean it's it is like it's it, it there's an unsexy side to it too, but you know it. We don't want the real people to see all that. Mm-hmm. We want them to see the glamour side. You know, it's uh, again like the scare house. You don't see the work behind the scenes. You see what you want to present to your audience and you know burlesque is the same way any kind of theater pretty much is. You know, there's so much work that goes on behind the scenes, but that's none of the audience's business. You just want to present that mm-hmm. finished product to them. Yeah. You said a, a, another thing I'm hearing is just the hustle. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> the self-promotion, the hustle. Mm-hmm. Moon, what do you, like, how much time do you, you have a full-time job. I have a full-time job. I, I am a full-time stylist at a salon right now. Um, Self-promo, I'm at three, just salon in Robinson. Okay, anyway. Um, <laughs> she does amazing work. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I'm full-time there. And then I come home, and like like today, I came straight from work, so I'm all dressed up, and I have pantyhose on still. <laughs> and um, yeah, it's it's really hard. My my girlfriend gets kind of mad sometimes because I'm like up at midnight, like on my phone, like just sending messages to people, sharing Facebook posts, posting Facebook like videos, hashtagging stuff everything it gets mm-hmm. exhausting and not only am i promoting like burlesque but i also do like other things i um dance with people in detroit go go detroit i'm doing um like a residency with them i'm a uh i don't know what it's called a satellite dancer mm-hmm. so whenever i'm in town i go go for them and whenever i'm not i'm here and they just still promote me which is cool and yeah. i also model for a company in michigan evolution division and it's like raveware so mm-hmm. I'm constantly promoting for them, constantly, like, the manager of the GoGo company is obviously, like, deadlines, you need to post this, like, this many times this day, it has to be, mm-hmm. like, share it, you have to, mm-hmm. you know, copy wow. me in on it, make sure, yeah, all that stuff. I have a couple of songs that I need to send in tonight for some <laughs> shows <laughs> that need to be <laughs> put in, so, yeah, it's definitely a lot, a lot of work, a lot of hours. Yeah. And that's not even counting, you know, if you're making your own costumes, how many hours go into that? Mm-hmm. Or practicing your routine. Or yeah, coming yeah, up with your routine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's usually yeah. shower or car rides. Yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. Where do you get most of your inspiration from? Just everywhere. Oh, I mean, yeah. um, there's a singer from Estonia. Her name is Curly that I've just really been into lately. And um, she's... I think that she's even better than Lady Gaga, but that's just a personal preference. <laughs> as much as I love Lady Gaga, but she she has very strange aesthetics like that, and I've just re- like really been into her work and a lot of her visual aspects, and so I I've been taking a lot of inspiration from that. But I mean, anything can be an inspiration. I mean, it you you get an idea and then it's like, okay, how can I make this into an act? Or you get an idea for an act and it's like, what am I going to do with this? Sometimes I, I plan shows around some random idea <laughs> that I've had for something just because I want to use this idea. <laughs> but I mean, and anything is inspiration. You know, I've, uh, one of my favorite acts um, was Bijou's act with her Mary Mary. Oh, yes. With her gardening act. Mm-hmm. She took it from a nursery rhyme, and I just thought it was so smart, you know. We should do a nursery rhyme show. <gasps> <laughs> I got shortening bread. Oh, my gosh, that's oh, right. Goodness. I want to do Ring Around the Rosie. Okay. <laughs> okay. Figure that out. Okay. I have to take some notes. Hang on. <laughs> You're all very serious businesswomen, which is so cool to see. On top of not everything else you're doing, you're 
hustling and you're doing these cool things and I where do you practice? Like I said, like how do you even fit this in? And it's just a after the kid goes to bed. Yeah, I was gonna say it's usually <laughs> from like midnight to three AM. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Co- is coffee energy drinks best friends? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, five hour energy. I sustain <laughs> myself off of coffee. Yeah. <laughs> I think that most of my blood is now caffeinated. Yeah. <laughs> I tried to quit caffeine, it did not go well. No. no, no, no. <laughs> no. I'm picturing you snarling in the corner like that. <laughs> <laughs> I can't deal with this. Yeah. And I have to talk. You both have, both Moon and Bridget, you both have some pretty cool accolades. Um, so, Boom Boom, you were the master of tassels. Yeah. Can you explain what this is? <laughs> I was looking, you sent that to me, and I was exa- like, what is this? It's exactly what it sounds like. So, we, you know, I'm sure anyone that's seen any kind of burlesque act is aware of what pasty tassels are. They're like uh, twirly. Like, they're really like twirly. You should see it's, her hand movements. It's, 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 they're like little twirly motions. Literally, you know, pasties are stuck over the nipples to... Um, cover them, you know, for modesty. (laughs) (laughs) And then we hang little tassels on them and you twirl them. Mm -hmm. And so I was, uh, the Burley Picks is an international burlesque competition that happens in different regions across the country and uh, in a couple other countries as well. And I was Pennsylvania's Master of Tassels in 2014 and 16. And in 2016, I competed for international uh, Master of Tassels. I was first runner-up for that one. So that means that my tassels went faster than everything. It's like literally what we're... It's it's like an audience thing, and it's I don't know how the audience decides to judge it, if it's how fast you went, Uh how creative you were, (laughs) or how entertaining you were, but... uh, she they, was very entertaining. I remember I was at that show. Yeah, with was, the different bras. Yeah, she, oh, that was awesome. Wait to see what's in store for this year. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, Ness, I was I was master of tassels. That's so cool. I feel like there should be some sort of plaque involved. I got medals. I do have two medals uh, for so that. Cool. So they're hanging up uh, above my work desk. Oh, nice. <laughs> and did, did you do assholes? I competed for assholes for three years. I never placed, and I decided not to compete for assholes anymore because every time I compete, something goes very, very wrong. Oh. Um, the one year I coughed up blood. Oh. <laughs> one year I lost one, and it launched across the uh, <laughs> um, venue. And then last year, I I competed for Master of Assholes, and again, I don't know how I did it, but I brush burned and punctured both of the tops of my feet. <gasps> and uh, yeah, right. I <laughs> how noticed. Does that how does that? Yeah, I, yeah. I, I, that was at Smiling Moose. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah no, and it it took months for that to heal. So oh. this is like the world, even though I'm the buxom beauty with a banging booty, <laughs> I am not meant to compete for assholes. So I'm hanging up my competitive assholes. <laughs> they are for entertainment only. No more competitions. So <laughs> These assholes are for entertainment and, only. And if nobody knows what an asshole is, it's exactly what it sounds like. If tassels go on your... Oops, your titties. <laughs> then your assholes would go on your <laughs> your bottom. Yeah, your, your bottom. bottom, your booty. <laughs> and now I want to ask the question: Have you guys ever been at a show where an audience member has been hit with a flying object of some sort? Because I'm just picturing something flying Did off. I, and like... I don't think I've ever hit anyone. <laughs> I've definitely hit somebody with, with my anything. Blue. Did you? <laughs> yeah. It's happened a couple of times. I mean, I lost, I lost a pasty once or twice, but I don't think I hit anybody with it. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> okay. So one time I did open stage at the Blue Moon, and I did um, "Pity Party" by Melanie Martinez. I do drag, also. I'm mm-hmm. a female drag queen, and. Um, I had this stuffed uh, Serta sheep, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and I drop kicked it, and I nailed somebody in the side of the head with that. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> yeah, it was a stuffed sheep. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was, I I kind of launched that. Thing, so <laughs> I definitely have a pretty pretty good kick, <laughs> pretty good drop kick. I've seen somebody <laughs> smack someone in the face with a shoe before. Oh no, a burlesque no. performer. 
who shall remain nameless, kicked her shoe off the stage, oh. and it um, it almost hit another kitten. And my husband, who is a ninja, went <laughs> and grabbed the shoe <laughs> right before it hit her oh, in the wow. face. Um, and it was it was pretty an amazing thing. Wow. But uh, that's one you know girls get. I one video I saw. I don't remember what the dancer was, and if I did, I wouldn't say her name for you know. <laughs> she kicked her shoe up. And it went oh, oh, right oh, on her oh, head. And I'm just like, that's what you get for kicking your shoes. <laughs> oh, that's kind of smart. Yeah. That shoe coming down on her head. <laughs> Too bad she didn't do it on purpose, yeah. Yeah, right? I'm sure she's all stars for a minute there. <laughs> Getting hit in the head with a heel, you know. It's <laughs> Burlesque 101, do not kick your shoes. No, <laughs> do not kick your shoes. That's not nice. <laughs> your kid will do. Oh, my gosh. And Moon, you were Pittsburgh uh, Pride Femme Fatale. Yes. What does that entail? So that was obviously for Pride Week. Um, I competed in a pageant at Cruise, and I had to do an evening wear. I had to do a question and answer, which was evening wear. Um, I had to do a talent, which was my hula hooping, and then I had to do... Um, it was... our. Th- what was our theme? Our theme was royal blood. So I did like a... I don't know, I made, like, a panel skirt, and then I made this fancy bra with, like, chains on it, and I had red paint that I had, um, oh, God, Chris, Christine, uh, redhead makeup artist. Am I forgetting her name? Oh. Oh. Um. um she works for Scarehouse. Redhead makeup artist. Redhead makeup artist. I'm thinking Amber, but that's No. no. Cri- Christine. Crystally? Crystal yeah. Lima, yes. There we go. Okay. Yeah, she was. She helped me do my makeup for it, and okay. so we took red paint and I like made gloves out of the red paint, so it looked oh. like blood. Oh, uh, yeah. And then we like sprayed blood all over me, and uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I had like a really bulbous flower crown with like dangly. I wore it for the scarehouse shoot. Yeah, I, okay. yeah. yeah. That that was yeah. my crown for royal blood, and. uh yeah, anyway, I got crowned, and so um, the person I reign with is Mr. Pittsburgh Pride. That's Ace Phoenix this year. Mm-hmm. Um, we are giving up our titles on June 5th, I believe it is. Mm-hmm. There we go. Um, June 5th at Cruise Bar. That's when the uh, Femme Fatale and Mr. Pittsburgh Pride will be held this year. Um, but, yeah, so I'm doing that. Um, I have to perform on, like, the Pride stage, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, you know, community service stuff I had to do. So we did like some fundraisers for trans pride and things like that. Oh, very cool. So, yeah. What kind of questions do you have to answer for like the... So my question, okay, I don't exactly remember what it was. Mm-hmm. It was something along the lines of like, what would you say to persuade somebody who doesn't think that pageants should be a thing? Like, what would you, mm-hmm. like, how would you try and convince them that they should be? Mm-hmm. And, you know, obviously. Yes, like should. Yes, <laughs> self confidence. <laughs> yes. Yeah. And you meet so many amazing people and make so many awesome friends doing it. It's not about the big sparkly crown at the end. It's mm-hmm. about what you learned and, mm-hmm. you know, who you meet. That's what really you cool. Yeah. So I have a big sparkly crown and a sash. <laughs> yeah, I don't know about the crown, but I have one. But yeah. I have one, and it's and I'm jealous. You know, it's really heavy, and a lot of times, like I did a couple performances. I did um, like the uh, drag brunch, Kiara oh, yeah. Darshell. Um, I did that, and I had my crown on for one of my performances, and it slid down over my face. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to like pick it back up, and sometimes it gets stuck in my wig. So. Oh, no. so, so Sometimes it's not, well, it's cracked up to be, <laughs> So how would you get, like, if somebody was interested in the scene and kind of getting in, there's so much going on, and how would you even get your start in this? You usually start with having someone kitten, mm-hmm. like Thea did, you know, yeah, and we're just always talk looking, to somebody. Yeah, mm-hmm. looking for volunteers and helpers and, you know, just reach out to a producer in the city and just be like hey i want to help and mm-hmm. yeah. they'll either yeah. tell you yay or nay and mm-hmm. i think you, know. you could kind of reach out to anybody because everybody's so friendly i feel like i've whenever i first moved to pittsburgh a lot of my interaction was hey i want to do this how do i do this i see that you're involved like point me in the right direction yeah and yeah everybody is really helpful everybody will send you the right way even if they don't know like how to get to where you want to be right. they'll send you to someone who does yeah that's super. I just Everybody's love super, super friendly. 
My my recommendation would be um, do some research mm-hmm. first. Um, I I went to a lot of burlesque shows before I had the guts to approach yeah. Miss Boom Boom, and I think one of the things that has really helped me. And I know I've only performed twice, and going to perform for the third time on May nineteenth at Newbies and Boobies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but one of the things that's helped me a lot in coming up with acts and and, and being inspired has been what do I want to see as an audience member? Mm-hmm. What what because I know what it looks like from the other side, and I know what um, I might be a little tired of seeing, and I know what mm-hmm. okay you know that perform there are a couple performers who don't look like they're having much fun, and for me as an for me as an audience member, you know other audience members might have different likes or whatever. For me as an audience member, I want to see people having fun. So how do you feel as an audience member? What do you want to see up there? And then you can become what you want to see up there. Um, but yes, definitely um, you, you're going to have to to get over your fears and approach somebody and say like, yes, I want to be a part of this and I want to help. And um, look at videos on YouTube. There are books. Um, I know Joe Weldon yeah. um, has the Burlesque mm-hmm. Handbook, which is um, a wonderful resource. Um, Michelle Lamore um, out of Chicago has a, a DVD, which is really awesome. Mm-hmm. And I think Joe Weldon has some DVDs too. And um, what's classes? Classes, yes. Miss Boom yeah, Boom teaches classes. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, my next round of classes is May 9th, um, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. at Fitness Envy. Um, but take some classes and see if it's something that you even want to do because you might take a class and realize. No, this is so, you know, and um, if nothing else, it'll just help you get a little more confidence. And, you know, I try to tell people to take these classes, not even if you don't want to take the stage, but just to love who you are, love your skin, be sexy for your partner, whatever, you know, do it for you, do it for them. Whatever you want to do it for, but it's, yeah, exactly, (laughs) right? You're your cat. But it, you know, you walk away with a very different sense of self Mm -hmm. after, you know, taking one of these classes, after executing a a really good stocking peel, you definitely feel very different about yourself than you did prior to that stocking peel, you know? Mm But it, it is about education and research that you, you know, it's not for everybody. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's definitely not. And you have to, you know, I mean, you, you won't know until you try it, of course. But, you know, you may decide after one performance or a class or something that you're like, ah, this, I don't know. But sometimes if it's those nerves or that self-confidence, you have to, like, eat that and get over it, you know. Mm-hmm. And But, you know, it's just like, you know, not every hobby is for mm-hmm. every person. You know, I I don't think that I could do, you know, metal welding. That's not a hobby. <laughs> I don't, I think that Are I would sure? be, you know, uh, electrical uh, plumbing, you know. I'll yeah. make you a wedding dress, <laughs> but, you know, I do not want to fix your plumbing. <laughs> <laughs> This is fantastic. This has been so much fun. And I think I'm going to go back to something Thea said earlier about the supportive and finding welcoming women. And you you do run into situations where women will say, I don't like other women because of X, or Mm -hmm. I don't have women friends because of X. And it's a lot of it is just not finding the right women. Exactly. Do you know what I mean? Like there's there's something about finding those, they're out there. There's so many supportive and wonderful women out there who want you to succeed. Seek them out. They'll be your friends. And the same thing, uh, even men, I mean, across the board, it's, it's seeking out those people who are supportive. They're out there. You know, don't feel like if you have one bad experience with a certain type of person that it's going to be like that everywhere. You and can't decide that you don't like cheesecake because you had that one crappy cheesecake. <laughs> that one. Yeah. Yeah. Try right. other cheesecakes. You might like them. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and, then that's pretty, and that that goes with burlesque, too. It's like if this is not a particular style, like there's another style. And it's mm-hmm. Absolutely. It yeah. just. It's it's so it's such a cool and well it seems like such a cool and welcoming community which is just fantastic to hear I love hearing that and just loving yourself which yeah, we're that's not the main goal is you know you want to be entertaining for the audience mm-hmm. and you know whatever but it, you've got to come to terms with 
who you are mm-hmm. inside and out first because if you don't mm-hmm. you're going to be able to see that on stage oh, you know yeah. it's going to read if you're uncomfortable physically or mentally or emotionally that's going to read on stage and so that's the very first step is learning to like yourself mm-hmm. and learning to like your body and realizing that your body I can't do what moon does <laughs> you know what I mean but that doesn't mean that my body's not okay mm-hmm. and you know it's just that's her and that's great but mm-hmm. if we all did what moon did then she wouldn't be as special as she is yes. you know it's finding the movements that work for you and it took me many years to learn that that i was mad that i couldn't you know lick the bottom of my foot or whatever you know <laughs> the other girls do that i couldn't do drop splits and things like that i, I was very mad at myself for many years because i couldn't do that and mm-hmm. then i realized that that wasn't meant for me and so it's finding what works for yourself, you know, and Absolutely. and learning what about your body. You know, mm-hmm. we all you learn many things about your body in burlesque that <laughs> you never thought that you would ever know. That's true. <laughs> my body does this, <laughs> and like some of my favorite parts about myself are my imperfections. Yes, Which, exactly. If, without our imperfections, we would all be very boring. Yes. <laughs> if you think about it, that's that's right. what makes us unique and special. You should try it. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I've never thought of that. Oh my gosh! I'm, I, Next ooh. on stage, Dutters. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Have another name. I don't know if I can handle this. <laughs> How many names do you have? I have all of the names. It's fantastic. Um, so I want to let everybody know where they can find you online in your next shows. Moon, where are you going to be next? Okay, so you can find me online. My Facebook is Moon Performing Arts. Uh, you can also find me on Instagram. My Instagram is Moonstone Sprite. And the next time you can find me um, will be May 5th. I have Star Wars Burlesque Show. That'll be at the Glitter Box. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah, we changed the location, so it's going to be at the Glitter Box. And then also on May 24th, you can find me opening up for a Suicide Girls show in <gasps> Cleveland. Oh, very cool. Yeah. <laughs> so we'll be doing that. That's super cool. Yes. Nervous, <laughs> excited? Uh, super excited. Good. Super excited. Nice. Boom, boom, Bridget, where can All we right. find you? So, I mean, I'm on... All of the social media things. I have no idea what my Instagram is. Don't even ask. It has <laughs> probably like Boom B Bridget. I don't know. I'm sure you'll find me if you look for me. Uh, <laughs> Facebook on Boom Boom Bridget. It's pretty easy to find. Uh, my production company is Pin Up Perfection Productions. You can mm-hmm. find that on Facebook as well. Um, April 28th, we're doing something. <laughs> that's literally what it's called, something, and that's at <laughs> Hambones. Uh, May 5th, we're uh, producing the Star Wars show. That's Revenge of the Fifth. There's a Facebook event for that. Um, that is at the Glitterbox Theater. May 19th is Newbies and Boobies, and you'll be able to see the fabulous The Abyss. Uh, at that, that's uh, a show for newbies, uh, whether it be new characters, new acts, new ideas, new performers. It's just an outlet to get people some stage time mm-hmm. that don't normally get on stage a lot. May 26th is my cupcake pageant. <laughs> um, that is a fundraiser for the Pinup Perfection pageant, and it features uh, only Pinup Perfection alumni. So anyone that's performed and competed in the pageant years past is now coming back to win the title of Cupcake. Uh, <laughs> there will be some interesting entertainment that night. I can't give it away yet because even my contestants don't know, but uh, they're going to get a little messy whether they like it or not. <laughs> Uh, and then June 17th is then the big pageant. That's uh, the Pinup Perfection pageant, and that is at the Oaks Theater. That's the one that I plan for all year round, and um, it's going to be pretty big this year. I'm really excited about it. And then I do have the classes that start on May 9th. So, boom, boom, you're not just burlesque. Correct. Yes, you also have uh, I. I you do photography? I do. I'm a budding photographer. Um, I do a lot of, like, boudoir, pinup, um, photographing live shows and things like that. Um, I want to start boudoir parties, Ooh. which is kind of like, um, you know, for girls' night in or a hen party, mm-hmm. you know, you'd have those passion parties where they bring the novelties to your yeah. house and things like that. It's similar in the fact that uh, I and my team would come to your house with all of our boudoir set up. 
and then you would get to have a fun girls' night playing dress up or dress down, whichever mm-hmm. you want to, was, <laughs> you know, your level of comfort. Yeah. Um, we take some fun photos and things like that, and then you get them back, and just kind of like a small session boudoir um, or pinup or whatever you, you want it to be, but just kind of like a fun entertainment for a girls' night mm-hmm. and, you know, have some wine and things like that. So that's something that's on my horizon that mm-hmm. I'm, I'm working on, but... Um, I've been shooting a lot of the performers in the city and stuff, working on some boudoir and things like that. And I really want to make it a thing. <laughs> like we talked about before, I'd like to do anything I can to not go and have another desk job, you know. <laughs> and uh, I'm finding that I really enjoy photography. And I, you know, worked in a studio. And I like shooting the families and I like shooting the babies. But I really prefer naked women. So, <laughs> you know, <laughs> if you do, they say do what you love, right? Yes. So, um, but I, I shoot graveyards as well. I really enjoy <laughs> graveyard photography. Your models don't move. So just like um, segue. Like, right. Naked women, graveyards. Right. <laughs> Still life and nature and things like that. And, you know, just trying to find my niche in the world. But like I said, boudoir has definitely been something that I I can identify with. And, you know, it's it's been a lot of fun. And I think that having... Uh, a modeling background and having a burlesque background helps because it helps with the posing, mm-hmm. it helps with the lighting, it helps with the visualization of what, you know, these people want to see. If, you know, it's somebody that hasn't worked in that field, they kind of don't know what's comfortable to pose in. You know, they mm-hmm. a photographer might give you a pose and it's not a realistic yeah. pose that you can actually hold and things like that. So um, my photography is Boom Boom Bang Photography. Um, it's on Facebook. There's a Facebook page. You can like it. And then Boom Boom Bang Boudoir Parties is going to be uh, my business for that. And um, I do take on new clients and I do take on bookings. So if anyone wants to shoot with me, you can see some samples of my stuff on Facebook and you can contact me for a shoot. Um, rates vary. I'm still kind of working that out, figuring that out. But, um, you know, I, and I, I want to shoot more people, more places, uh, different things. If you have a crazy idea for something, then contact me. We'll make mm-hmm. it work. You know, if you have, be like, I want to do this crazy thing in a subway. Okay, cool. Let's go find a subway. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm definitely up for anything and, you know, just having a good time, you know, making, making art. And that just reminded me, I just, I saw an article that Katy Perry, when she's having a bad day, Google's Katy Perry, I think hot. So she can look at a, a picture of herself, you know, obviously looking very hot and having boudoir pictures might give you that little, you know, I'm having a bad it, day. It is. Look how banging I look. I know, right? Exactly. It's, yeah. it's something that I think everybody should do once in their life. Uh, men and women, but specifically women because we are so hard on ourselves mm-hmm. visually and mentally and, you know, we do spend more days thinking badly and poorly about ourselves than we do... Uh, good days, mm-hmm. but it, it's nice to look back and be like, that's me. I look like that. And it's, it's always fun to have those pictures. And, yeah. um, whether you look at them, you know, once a week, every day, whether mm-hmm. you don't look at it again for another five years, you know, it's, it's fun to have that little scrapbook memory of yourself. And it's something nice that somebody should do for themselves mm-hmm. just because, because it's, um, I, and I, I have had boudoir shoots of myself and it's, it's very fun. You get to play dress up, you know, buy that special outfit and get your makeup done. And, you know, it's, it's, it's a very fun thing to do. You get to be somebody different, but still yourself for a day. That's very cool. If I could interject. I I have shot with Boom Boom Bang Photography. So this is a testimonial <laughs> from Thea Biss. I am Thea Biss and I approve this message. Um <laughs> And I've I've done a little bit of modeling, and, and Boom Boom was just really great to work with. Just really, I felt very comfortable with her. And some of the shots she showed me, I was like, who's that? Oh, that's me. <laughs> oh. oh, wow, look at that. Look at that ass, though. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, that's me. Okay, all right. And so, yeah, like, please uh, look her up and, and give her money to do her art because <laughs> it's, it's worth it. Well, thanks. I appreciate that. You were a wonderful model to shoot with. (laughs) Hold still. Hold still. (laughs) Hold that. Stay there. (laughs) 
<laughs> but it, it was fun, and it's, uh, you know, and even if you're not comfortable doing, you know, lingerie or nude or anything like that, you know, there's always pinup shots, and mm-hmm. those are a lot of fun. Um, you know, we shot at a friend's house, and he has a very vintage kitchen, mm-hmm. and um, we shot some pretty cool stuff in his kitchen and, you know, some uh, vintage uh, pin-up stuff with, you know, girls pretending to cook or, you know, cleaning the floor. Serving a like pie. That. Yeah. Serving a pie. Yeah. Um, you know, and it, it's fun to just play dress up for mm-hmm. a day. Absolutely. You know, I like life photography, but I really like that fantasy photography. Mm-hmm. That's, you know, I, maybe I live in a fantasy world. That's, <laughs> that's okay. okay. Yeah. Very cool. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm still, I'm still, the abyss is still blossoming. Very cool. <laughs> um, so you can find me on Facebook at the abyss. It's T H E A space B I S S. Um, you can probably find me trailing behind Miss Boom Boom. <laughs> <laughs> what do we do next? What's going on? Where are we? I don't understand. Um, no, I'll, I'll be at newbies and boobies on May 19th and, um, I am going to be, uh, uh, kitten, uh, stage hand, burlesque stage hand at, uh, the pinup perfection pageant mm-hmm. in June. Um, and I don't know, I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm still blossoming, mm-hmm. taking it slow. So mm-hmm. May 19th. <laughs> Very cool. <laughs> okay. Well, thank you so much, all of you, for being part of this podcast. It was a great podcast. I love yeah. Girl Power Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there are awesome, telling you, there's so many awesome ladies in Pittsburgh, and the burlesque community seems to be full of them, too, which is just yes. so cool. Come, come, find us, join us. One of us. Come to a show. Have you been to a show yet? No, I haven't even been to a oh, show. I know. Which one are you going to come to? I know I have to pick one now. I know. Yeah, this is hard. <laughs> <laughs> or just come to all of them. Okay. <laughs> Every single one. Like, no, that's really awesome. No, I'm, I'm definitely have to do it. I'm going to do it. I'm going to find one. Yeah. I won't tell you which one will be a surprise. Oh. <laughs> well, thank you so much for listening to this podcast, and we'll talk to you again soon. <laughs>